The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to The Chris and Joe Show on Big Blue View Radio, your go-to source for New York Giants analysis. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Welcome into the latest episode of the Chris and Joe Show, presented to you by SB Nation and Big Blue View. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum for a quick takes episode immediately following the New York Giants' loss to the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 22-21. to This was a game where, frankly, you know, I'll admit I had my, my hopes pretty high. I was excited seeing the Giants go up 21-10, to Sterling Shepard looking like his old self making plays, especially on that touchdown reception that he had. Then everything came relatively crashing down and inability to close out when the Giants needed to be effective in doing so. And Chris, I think I just want to leave lead this discussion in talking about how their, their attempt to run out the clock with about six minutes to go was not as effective as it needed to be. Uh, Good football teams in those spots will close out games. They will find ways to pick up those first downs. And while we're not alleviating any blame from Evan Ingram for that drop pass, you you shouldn't really be in you know a third and seventh spot. Again, that's still very much on Evan Ingram for not making that 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 catch. Um, But you still need to be in a better spot on third down. It shouldn't be third and long when you're trying to close out a game. Ingram is going to get beat up over the next 10 days for that. But really, there were a ton, just a bunch of tiny little moments in the fourth quarter throughout the game, but especially in the fourth quarter, that the Giants could have executed better. You know, they could have done a better job of managing the clock, running the clock out. Conversely, I thought Doug Peterson actually did a very good job on the Eagles' last drive there, controlling the clock and forcing the Giants to burn their remaining timeouts. Ingram is going to take heat and he does deserve it. There were all there were just so many other little instances where the Giants just left a little bit too much time on the clock, uh left too many yards on the field where they put themselves in that position where they had to make that play and then they're they're just not quite a team that can make a play when they have to right now. Yeah, you know, exactly. And we're not by any means, we're, we're, we're not alleviating Evan Ingram from uh, any blame here. That is obviously, again, as we've said, 
a catch that he needs to make, a catch that any player needs to make, and it was a, a pretty good throw by Daniel Jones. But you, w- one thing that I, I always like to say with with football games and the outcome is you can't blame it on one player making a mistake on one play. You have to consider that everything comes down to what happens before it. Were they effective in uh, every single play leading up to that spot? And the answer is not entirely. Um, There were a number of opportunities that the Giants possibly had throughout this game where they didn't really truly take advantage of them. They were not entirely mistake-free. So you can't say that this all goes a hundred percent on Evan Ingram. So that that is uh, that was a truly a a killer that they weren't able to pick up that first down. That gave the Eagles the ball back and eventually set up their first drive to score their first touchdown to give them sixteen points. And what really really screwed things up for the Giants was that huge pass that they gave up to Hightower on the sideline. That is something that you just can't do. That, I would argue, had just as big of an impact on the outcome of this game because it's one thing if you give up a 10- or 15-yard gain while trying to string the opponents trying to string together a drive, but if you give up a gain that big, that saves them a ton of time, and that gave them a lot of time at the very end of the game. Yeah, that, that was, again, one of those things where the Giants just didn't execute the way they needed to. And it did look like Patrick Graham was trying to employ a bend but don't break defense because the Eagles were really able to pick up chunk yardage throughout the game, whether through their own mistakes or their patchwork Swiss cheese offensive line just collapsing around Carson Wentz. The Giants were able to back them up, but then the Eagles were able to get so much of that yardage back. And on this play, it the Giants defense just finally broke and you know 59 yards through the air when the Eagles are fighting down a two fighting to come back from a two possession deficit you know that that's just another one of those plays that the Giants cannot allow that is a hundred percent a momentum shifter too I, I think that that play right now and if you look on Twitter everybody's pointing at Evan Ingram and again we're, we're not alleviating any blame from Evan Ingram that you have to also. I don't, I'm surprised that not as many people are acknowledging how big that play was for the outcome of this game. How giving up that many yards in one play made things so much easier for the Eagles to come back into this game. So after that touchdown, on the final drive by the Eagles, where they scored the game-winning touchdown, essentially, Boston Scott, that play where he made that catch on the sideline after a face mask penalty makes things very difficult for the Eagles. The Giants were not out of position, but not in a position where they needed to be. There was nobody playing close up to the sideline and near the end zone, I think, to come up and make a play on that ball. And then not to mention the fact Jabril Peppers has to get a hand in. He was close, but for as close as he was and how far in Boston Scott's back pocket he was, he has to make a play on that football. That him redirecting that ball by a fingertip is what kept the another play that kept this game from being in favor for the Giants. Yeah, absolutely. As much as Ingram is getting beat up for not making his play, that's a play that Jabril Peppers has to make. I mean, Boston Scott is he's not really a he's not Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey out there. He is a 
little running back who makes his hay hiding behind offensive linemen and having too low a center of gravity to knock down. He is not a dangerous receiving threat. And you know, credit to Carson Wentz. He placed that ball perfectly where Scott could make the play on it. He didn't put it too far out in front of him. He put it at a good angle. But again, for the Giants, Peppers has to make that play. He has to deflect it just a little bit, knock it away if he can. He had a hand there, but yeah, he, he just missed the play. And as you can tell, folks, this is... It's such a hard game to evaluate immediately after. You know, I, I think that we all kind of share the sentiments because we are still fans of the team. The you know the sentiment that this is very disappointing. The outcome, you know, it's an outcome that we I don't think anyone predicted when the Giants were up twenty-one to ten, and there were so many positives. If this game ended at twenty-one to ten, right at that six-minute mark, there would be so many positives to discuss right now. There'd be so many things that we could really take away. Which we have one positive that we wanted to discuss after the commercial break, but a lot of them. It's not that they go down the gutter, but our focus now has to shift to the plays that impacted the outcome. The various small little bit. It, this game, I would argue, comes down to to three plays: the the drop by Evan Ingram, the big pickup by High Tower, and the touchdown by Boston Scott. Maybe you could argue a couple plays here or there. Maybe some different plays than I had. But it comes down to making plays in big spots where the Giants completely failed to do so. Those are plays that good defenses and also good offensive players have to make. They, they can't be making mistakes like that. That is the difference between winning football games and losing football, to, football games is making plays. And if you look in the perspective of the Eagles, they made those plays. There's a reason why they won the game. It's because they were able to make those big plays. Yeah, the, there were a lot of plays they didn't make. I mean, really, this was not a good football game. Like, neither one of these teams played particularly well. For some stretches, they were both playing pretty bad. The Eagles just made one or two more plays than the Giants did. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, talk about how football is a game of inches, how teams have to earn the right to win. Well, the Eagles they were just a couple more inches in the right and they they earned the right to win this game they really did have to take it away from the giants and granted at the end the giants did everything they could to help them between giants players not making plays or just dumb boneheaded penalties giving the eagles extra free field position or extra chances at the end the giants really did collapse while the eagles capitalized and did what they had to so we do have one positive we don't want to go through all of the things that were, were big in this game we're going to discuss that during our film breakdown show but uh, we will get to that one positive after this short break support for this show comes from sylvan learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. 
It's a 360 degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So I would like to note the the big key game play from this game offensively that set up a, a big touchdown for the Giants, uh, turned into a bit of a meme on social media, was that long Daniel Jones rushing attempt that should have been a touchdown had he not stumbled. And I think the one takeaway that we can just immediately get from that, Chris, is the Giants need to keep using read option and quarterback design runs in their offensive play calling. It 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 works. This is the second straight game now where we've had a long rushing attempt by Daniel Jones. And I understand that you probably shouldn't run the ball 15 times with your quarterback. He's not Lamar Jackson. We've seen other quarterbacks deal with serious injury issues because they can't stay healthy from running the ball too much. But I think Daniel Jones is a guy that should be getting three to five carries because right now, that's one of his best assets. Yeah, uh, this is the second game in a row where he has almost eclipsed the 100-yard mark himself as a quarterback. And he would have if um, a ghost or maybe the lingering effects of that hit he took on the blitz where Devonta Freeman just got trucked. I absolutely get not wanting to run Daniel Jones. And I kind of agree with that sentiment that you don't want to see him get hurt. You don't want to see him go the way of Andrew Luck or Cam Newton or, you know, any of these quarterbacks who are supposed to be big and athletic and strong and able to take a pounding. Well, they're they're really the quarterback who can take a pounding in the NFL doesn't exist. All of these defenders are big and strong and athletic and the safest place for a quarterback to be is in the pocket. But if the defense is going to ignore the quarterback like the Eagles did on Jones's long run, you have to take those yards. Yeah, you, you really have to take those adv- those opportunities when they present themselves, and it's something that we should see continually for the remainder of this season if the Giants still want to stay competitive uh, in, in whatever games that they're playing in. That's going to be it for us on this Quick Takes episode. Thanks for tuning in, folks on such a a difficult loss for the Giants game that, again, we all thought that they were going to pull out the victory. Sadly, came down to a couple final plays where they were not able to complete uh, what would have been a a bit of a a nice upset. Well, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on social media, um, at Big Blue View on Twitter and Instagram, and head to BigBlueView.com for more Giants news and analysis.